Hey, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are coming to an end of 1 Timothy. We are in chapter 6, and chapter 6 ends with a barrage of just encouraging instructions, one after another, that reminds us of what really is important, and it calls us to, to live a Christian life, a bold faithful, Christ-focused Christian life. And so today I would like to invite you to turn with me to 1 Timothy 6, verses 11 and 12. Uh, the Apostle Paul has just instructed Timothy about those who fall into this trap of the, the desire to be rich and the love of money and all of the cravings of the world instead of a contentment in Christ. And now he turns to Timothy and he gives the counterexample, the antithesis, and he says, but as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Flee the cravings of the world. Flee the desire to be rich. Instead, pursue, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I love this. This is just jam-packed encouragement and instruction from the Apostle Paul to Timothy and by the Spirit extended down through the ages to you and to, to me as 21st century, as, as modern-day believers. Let's just consider each of these instructions. Instructions. He says, but you, O man of God, don't you love that? If I'm not mistaken, this is the only time someone is called a man of God in the New Testament. What, a, what an incredible title for Timothy, this potentially timid younger pastor. You are a man of God because of Christ and Christ's death and resurrection. This is how any of us receive any kind of, uh, any kind of acceptance before the Lord. He says, flee these things, run away from all of these worldly cravings. Yesterday, we did some introspection and we said, what are the things that we are being lured away from the Lord toward? What are the, the cravings of this world that we must identify? Listen, whatever those are, flee from them. Flee. And don't just run around randomly like a, a chicken with your head cut off, like, I just got to run away from the bad things. No, pursue doggedly chase after what? Righteousness. It's a right standing with God displayed in right living. Godliness. Well, of godlessness and ungodliness is leaving God out. Godliness is living your life with God at the center, making sure all of your life involves him. Faith. This is trusting him. Love. This is knowing he loves you and, and you are to love him and love others. Steadfastness. Endurance perseverance is the idea, the, the stick-to-itness of a Christian, the not giving up when it's hard to follow Christ, and gentleness. This is one of the fruit of the Spirit, which is seen in a, a power under control. This is not someone who is a bully or steamrolls people or forces his way arrogantly. Instead, they're gentle as they teach and as they correct, as they live a godly life. He says, fight the good fight of the faith. Get in there toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Whatever challenge might come, whatever difficulty you face, face it head-on. Get, get in there. Get in the ring. Do battle. Don't be afraid of what's difficult. 
Don't be afraid when the world would disagree with you or the world would attack you for your faith. Fight the good fight of the faith. Ultimately, take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. He says, look, many people watched when you confessed your faith in Christ. See, there are times when we waver in our faith. There are times when we might struggle a little bit in our faith. There are times when we even might find ourselves in doubt. But look, we look back at those moments when we confessed, those moments when we trusted in Christ and we declared our trust in Christ. And in that, that remembrance of the good confession that we have made, the good confession that is oftentimes marked at baptism, we remember in that moment that we had set our sights on eternity not on the earthly cravings and temptations that might befall us. This is what Paul is teaching Timothy. He says, live a godly life with your eyes set on eternity. Because you're doing that, fight the good fight. Don't give up. Let me speak these words to you today. Will you fight the good fight of the faith? Will you endure and have steadfastness in those moments, maybe when doubt starts to creep in? Will you return back to your original confession when you trusted that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, that he died for you? Will you hold on to that good confession of the faith? Will you remember Christ crucified, buried, and resurrected? And will you let him and him alone be your hope? If you do that, you, in fact, are a man or a woman of God. You are fighting the good fight. You are fleeing the worldly temptations, and you are pursuing the things of eternal value. And when you do that, you're living the ancient way for our modern day.